When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Did you miss Canty and Carlin? I really get myself into some stupid situations, and I I don't know how. That was the other night. I had awkward moment in the men's room earlier. Like, it's just a bizarre... I, I, I'm just not right in the head. I don't know what it is. Well, what happened to you the other night at the gas pump is not your fault. There right. was no attendant there. Everybody knows that New Jersey is... Uh, a, a full service state right. where you can't pump your own gas. And so you wanted to get your gas and get on about your business and make it home. And mm-hmm. the gas machine just decided to eat your card. The whole situation that happened in the men's room, I, I don't know a lot of details about that, but mm. I would venture to say that's probably more your fault than what happened the previous day. Uh, just briefly, very briefly. Yeah. I was in the men's room. I was standing at the urinal. Yeah. And somebody came in, and I thought it was another person, another person who I knew. Yeah. And so I went over my, kind of said over my shoulder, looking out of the corner of my eye, it looked like it, and I said, "Oh hi," just like that, (laughs) as I'm standing at the urinal. As you're at the urinal, a guy that's walking up that you don't even know, you're just saying, "Hey, bud." No, I didn't say it like that. I said it just like this. Hi. Hi. That's very. And it was not the person I thought. Very awkward. Yes. Very awkward. And and that person just is like. Uh-huh. Just for future reference, when you're at the urinal, just focus on what you're doing at the urinal and then leave, wash your hands, and if you see somebody, you can talk to them. Right? I like to multitask. Yeah. It's no, no, that's, admitting- not, that's, not, that's not a good time to multitask. Are you also that is not a-, a good time to multitask. Are you admitting to an HR violation? Like right. It, it sounds hi like there it. to a guy. That- <laughs> I was just saying hi, but I was doing it hi. in my own goofy look at, manage, look at me having fun right way. here. Look at me having fun right here at the urinal. I wasn't hi. A- <laughs> Wow. I was just being goofy. That's all. And it it was just a, it was an awkward moment. It mm. turned out to be somebody I have no idea who they are. An awkward moment that's going to get you a call into HR. Won't be the first time. Canty and Carlin, ESPN <laughs> Radio. I want to know. No, it only happened one other time, and it wasn't my fault. Uh, listen, Aaron Rodgers this week is doing Aaron Rodgers type things, and it's not what he does on the football field. We have detailed chapter and verse, verse all off season, how much he has been aggravating in talking about his future and leaving it out there for all the world to speculate on, so that he might be right out in front and in front of uh, at the forefront of everybody's mind because that's what Aaron Rodgers loves. He loves attention. The most dangerous place to be is between Aaron Rodgers and a camera or a microphone because he can't get enough of it. So earlier this week, I believe it was either yesterday or maybe even earlier today, he is talking about his young receivers and their uh, development and how important that's going to be going forward. There's going to be a lot of benefits to be reaped from from those guys. So I'm sure long after I'm gone, those guys are going to have an opportunity to, to be here and play and playing the second contracts but it's about development really for them it's about their mental 
approach, especially like I said yesterday, year one to two can be a big jump, two to three can be an even bigger jump. So it's just understanding what it means to be a pro and figuring that out. And, and hopefully, I think every young player should lean on an older guy and get some advice. I think as older guys, we love to to share the mistakes that we made with our with the young guys, so they don't repeat those things and things that work for us as a young player, things that didn't work, things we'd like to see them do. I think it's really important passed on that knowledge. But look, my decision when it comes down to it will be uh, obviously the physical part, the mental part, seeing where the team is at. There's some moving pieces, but you know that'll factor in for sure. But seeing the development of those guys, uh, you know, can't help but be a part of the decision. So once again, once again, it becomes about Aaron's future at the very end. He's talking about everything's per perfectly fine in the first 30 seconds of that answer. Uh -huh. And then we get to, oh, and you know what? That'll factor in as to whether I'm going to stick around or not. Well, I mean, it is a codependent relationship between the quarterback and the receiver, right? He can't throw it and catch it to, to use the quote from Giselle in the Super Bowl with her husband, Tom Brady. But, I mean, it's a situation where Aaron Rodgers could be using this soundbite to try to motivate the young guys to come along a little quicker than, than we've seen so far. Through the first quarter of the season, the most memorable plays for Christian Watson and Romeo Dobbs have been drops. The drop that Romeo Dobbs had in the fourth quarter of the game against the Patriots last week, and then the Christian Watson drop early on in week one of the regular season against the Vikings. Like Those, those are plays that receivers have to make in the National Football League. And so I can understand Aaron Rodgers trying to exhibit patience when it comes to these guys, but this could be a roundabout way of trying to light a fire under them, right? This could be a situation, the opposite of tough love, talking about their potential, saying that those are going to be second contract guys, saying that they also could develop into dudes, which means, you know, you know, of the ilk of a number one receiver. So, I just I I look at this quote and it feels like it's Rodgers trying to motivate his guys more than anything else. I don't think this is him trying to make it about him. I think it's ultimately about trying to encourage his guys along in order for the team to get to where they want to go, recognizing that the formula that they've been using is not sustainable because they are putting too much pressure on that defense. Oh, your reward for getting better is not just a second contract, but it's having me around some more. That's great. Chris, I mean, the motivation part of it, stop. I can't with that. That is not motivation. That is motivation while making it about yourself. That, that's what it is. Even if he is, even if that's the case, mm. Can't you just motivate them privately and say that to them privately as opposed to publicly too? You know when Whoa, you're in front of the microphone. We can't criticize Aaron Rodgers for doing that because coaches do it all the time. They use the No, no, no. I'm not talking about do I'm not talking about motivating publicly. I'm talking about talking about his own personal future in that motivation. In other words, you don't have to say to the camera, you know what, if you get better, I may stick around. You can just say that to the kid privately. I don't think that they need that for motivation. Well, I don't I don't think it's something that Aaron Rodgers has to keep to himself either. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's it's obvious. Like, he's not going to stay around a team that he doesn't believe can compete for a championship. But, but like, that why goes do we have to saying. talk about that right now? Why, why is there – he's been trying to do it every other which way. Does he – is he just running out of ways to motivate? Well, it could. Already? You could look at it the other way, though. You could say, you know what, man, if this guy comes along and he's really, really good, this could convince me to stay along beyond the contract extension I just signed. Why? Because the, the guy who was just the all-pro just couldn't get away from him fast enough when he had the chance. I understand that 
part of it too, Carlin, but he's with these guys right now. He has to try to find a way to make it work with Dobbs and with Watson in the receiving core he has. You know what I mean? It doesn't feel like there's anybody walking through that door right now. I know everybody's trying to speculate about Odell Beckham Jr. I don't see him going to Green Bay. So it's a situation now they got to try to make the most of the relationship that they have and try to be more productive, and I think this is his way of doing that. By putting public pressure on it, by saying it, all of a sudden now the spotlight is on those guys. He's saying that they're doing some nice things. He's saying that he believes in their potential, but the potential just means you haven't done it yet. You got to go out there and prove it, and you got to be more consistent than we've seen through the first quarter of the season. I think this is his way of trying to say that without being too tough on his guys. So when he does retire, he can blame somebody else. Don't blame me. Love me. Just blame those kids because they weren't good enough. That's why I walked away. <laughs> That's what he's saying. That's what he's trying to do. Honestly, is he? Am I reading that wrong? That's what he's saying. He might be motivating them, but at the same time, he's saying blame them. That's the other side of the game. Yes, that is the other and side of the game. All I'll he admit cares that. Cares about. That's all he cares about. But you're about. acting like that's news for Aaron Rodgers. No, it's it. I know, and I maybe it's on me. Aaron Rodgers loves him some him now. Yes, he and loves I, him some him. I'm getting sucked into it, but. Unfortunately, it's part of the job that I have to pay attention to what this dope has to say. So all let, me, the time. let me let me ask you this question: <laughs> Rogers' bias aside, do you think this is more helpful or detrimental to the development of his young receivers? I don't think it helps. You do so. You think it hurts? I, I just you think like, it's a nothing burger. If I were one of those guys, I would just shrug at it. I would be like, listen, I'm trying to get better because I'm trying to get me a second contract. I'm trying to do everything I can. Does he think they're just mailing it in? Is that possible that the guys no, who are rookies no, 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 and no, look no, around been, at them? Now, hang on. No, no hang no, no, on. No, hang no, on no, here. No. They think that, that they're just mailing it in when they're rookies who are thinking long-term with the amount of money that's being thrown around and they're not putting enough urgency on getting better? I, I don't. Th- I don't buy that for a minute. But they're not going to have the same kind of urgency that a thirty-eight-year-old quarterback who's at the end of it would have, and that's what Aaron Rodgers is trying to do. You don't know what you don't know as a young player. Trust me, I've been there. But you rely on the veterans to set the tone and to try to bring you up to speed on how important it is to take advantage of opportunities while you have them. What Aaron Rodgers is saying is. Take advantage of the opportunity that you have to play with me because I am a guy that's going to be wearing a gold jacket, and it might not always be that way for your career. Canty and Carlin, ESPN Radio, and you can watch us on the ESPN app. Just open it up, click on watch. There we are. It's as beautiful as can be. Look at you. We are presented by Progressive Insurance only once today. Only once so far. Still got an hour left. (laughs) Also, by the way, my friends, Aaron Rodgers, not the only guy passing the buck. We'll explain next. Canty and Carlin, ESPN Radio and Sirius XM Channel 80. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not 
not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Did you miss Canty and Carlin? John Sterling with the call on WFAN in New York. Number 62 for Aaron Judge the other night. The road to the World Series goes through ESPN Radio. Catch all the postseason action presented by AutoZone on ESPN Radio and the ESPN app. So earlier today, Rob Manfred, commissioner in Major League Baseball, was on Get Up in advance of the postseason beginning tomorrow. And... Two of the big questions surround Judge and how fans should view what number 62 actually means in the grand scheme. Here is Manfred, first of all, his response to the people who say that the record is 62. Well, the record books say what they say. Um, I think that over the history of the game, there have been different eras. The ball performed differently. The equipment was different. And I think the best way to handle it is let fans make their own judgment as to what records are most significant to them. Mm. All right, hang on. Here's some more. (laughs) He believes the fans already judge records based upon the different eras in Major League Baseball. Well, there's just so many different variables. You know, there's a period of time when, um, you know, the ball was different. There's a period of time where, obviously, we had steroid use. I I think, in effect... People do that already. That when they look at the numbers, they look at the numbers and make a judgment based on the era in which those numbers were achieved. Oh, look, it's Captain Copout. Yeah, he's putting on the question, and I don't understand it. He's the commissioner of the sport. I mean, all you have to do is say the record is 73 if you're talking about the single-season home run record. Unfortunately, we're talking about a period of time where the integrity of the game wasn't a top priority both for the players as well as the management and the commissioner. And so that's a part of our history, and 62 is a part of our history. And so that that's the reality of where Major League Baseball is. It almost feels like he's still, he's still I don't want to say profiteering, but he's still using the steroid era to generate conversation around the sport by creating this ambiguity well, around yeah, what the actual record is. And I'm just saying, aren't we past that or shouldn't we be past that? Shouldn't we have learned our lesson from that? Chris, the steroid era was a dark chapter in Major League Baseball, and it should be viewed as such. I get it. The home run chase infused a lot of interest into the sport with McGuire and Sosa and Big Mac Land and then Barry Bonds following that up a couple of seasons later. But that's not what baseball should be celebrating. Baseball should be celebrating Aaron Judge, but the reality is that Aaron Judge is not the single-season home run king. That is Barry Bonds. That is it. End of discussion. But that's not what he did. He punted on it 
to continue to keep this conversation going because he knows the more we talk about it, the more interest is generated about the sport. See, I actually disagree with some of that. Number one, I think he's doing the sport a major disservice when he equates cheating with the dead ball era or other times when other things have been going on in baseball. They are different. Well, yeah, and even five years ago when they juiced the baseball because they weren't juicing the players. Uh, It was a different baseball. Yes, no, don't, don't count cheating as just, oh, well, it's a cheating era. At like it's a, just another era. Like it was no. the dead ball era. Yeah, yeah. no. Or no, the no, spine no. attack era. Or the, the juice baseball era. Yeah, yeah. no, that's yeah. not what that is. Secondly, is it generating more interest or is it aggravating your fan base? Because you have the power, if you're the commissioner, to put an asterisk in there on bonds if you want to. You do. And Chris... I actually think... But why would he put an asterisk on Bond when Bud Selig was complicit complicit in all that is happening? It doesn't matter whether Bud... Bud Selig's his buddy, I know, but... No, and, he, but he was the commissioner at the time. Yes. He was the one that was supposed to be in charge of it all. He was the one that didn't enforce the performance-enhancing drug policy that they had in place. Yeah. So he, he in fact, benefited from... The guys using steroids, using the clean and the clear, using Andristine, he benefited from all of that. Mm-hmm. And then we're going to put an asterisk by the player and not put an asterisk by the commissioner who, look, who's going to be in the Hall of Fame? Look, here's the problem. Come on, man. Okay. All right, so you want to leave it as is right now. Yeah, leave it as it is. You got to tell the entire story. This is you what can, happened. An in Major asterisk League. is not taking away the no, story. No, but why are we putting an asterisk by it when this is something that Major League Baseball allowed? See, I, what I don't like is what I was dealing with with it and what I think a lot of fans were dealing with with it. Baseball has always been so strictly about numbers that you don't want to have the debate as to what's real and what's but not. But my point is if the and people that were in charge... But, but my point is if the people that are in charge of protecting the game decided that the integrity of it was secondary to being able to generate interest with these home run chases. Well, you could argue that was protecting the game. You could argue it was. Then why, are we, then why are we putting an asterisk by it? If they're, if it's they not say, right. If they save the game, why are we putting an asterisk by it? I'm not saying it's right. It's not right. So, why are we put, so my point is, why are we putting an asterisk by it? If the commissioner didn't, in fact, decide that this is important to crack down on this stuff then, and allow these guys to put up these astronomical numbers, then why are we going to sit here and try to hold the players accountable when the damn people in Major League Baseball wouldn't? I I get that. Okay. They needed the money. That's that's why I want to leave it alone. That's why I don't want to do this, and that's why I think it was important for Rob Manford to end the debate by saying 73 was, in fact, the record, period. But the only reason he wouldn't say it is because it keeps this conversation going. And, Carlin, you can say that it hurts baseball, I don't see how it does hurt baseball because you have people on both sides of the argument. I just don't think it's a fun argument. It might not be a fun argument, but they're talking about baseball when they could be talking about all these other things. You could be talking about NBA preseason. You could be talking about NFL regular season. Chris, that's fine. Listen, baseball baseball is down the trough when we talk about sports that have interests for people, especially in the younger demographics. This, this, so this is one of those things that can draw in the casual sports fan that might not be paying attention to baseball, yeah, but, and Rob Manfred is absolutely aware of it. This can draw in Aaron Judge's season 
should draw in more fans. It was wonderful. It absolutely should. That's not the reason they're going to come or not come to games anymore, meaning this debate. I, I think the reason that they're not going to come to games anymore is because the games are too long. They're trying to do everything else they can to shorten them. I give them credit for that. But this, to me, it, it it's not the record when you know what was involved in it. And, yes, they did not do anything about it at the time. Why? It was making the money. It was making the money, and they were trying to save a game after they had gone to just a deadly, a nearly deadly work stoppage where both sides were wrong. So they were at the time, and I'm not defending it, trust me. I, I think it's awful. But I think the commissioner shouldn't cop out on it, and I think that's what happened today. Yeah, I agree with you. I don't think man. I think we both out. agree that he copped out. out. He should have ended the debate. Seventy-three is the record. That's what the record books say. Seventy-three is the record. Canty and Period. Carlin, ESPN Radio, and on the ESPN app, we are presented by Progressive Insurance. Up next, we give props. We give our picks for the weekend for the ESPN Radio Pick'em Challenge, and you know what's coming. It's prime time Thursday. It's Thursday night football, and that means. A primetime parley. Three in a row. Three in a row. Can we make it four? Canty and Carlin on ESPN Radio. Ten seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships. Your skills. Your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? (laughs) Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a one dollar per month trial period at Shopify.com/network. All lowercase. Go to Shopify.com/network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify.com/network. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Did you miss Canty and Carlin? Canty and Carlin, presented by Progressive Insurance. Progressive Commercial Insurance. It flexes to fit your business's needs. From quick repairs to adjustable coverages and even payment options, Progressive Commercial makes it easy to get what you need. Quote today in as little as six minutes at ProgressiveCommercial.com. Canty and Carlin, ESPN Radio, and the ESPN app. Oh, yes, it is time for the ESPN Radio Pick'em Challenge. We went 1-1-1 one, one, and one last week. Yeah. Which brings our total to five, six, and one on the year. Okay. I don't have the rest of the standings for everybody else. And you know what? Frankly, it's not about them. It's, it's about, about us. us. There we go. That's we, what it is, baby. We, we got to start taking care of some business here. We do. So, let's get to it. Game one. Cowboys at Rams. Rams are five and a half point favorites over the Cowboys. 
I am thinking Dallas here. Oh, yes. I think Dallas will win outright, and I'll take the five and a half points. Thank you very much. Matt Stafford is a turnover machine. You can go ahead and set your watch to it. That train ain't never late. He leads the league in interceptions for a reason. Going up against maybe the most fearsome pass rush in the National Football League, even more dominant than what we saw on Monday night with the San Francisco 49ers, where that pass rush had, I don't know, seven sacks, 11 quarterback hits, and 17 pressures. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like the Dallas Cowboys. They're going to take care of business. It's going to be a home game for the Cowboys, too. So I hope the Rams are prepared for well, that. Well, that's a, yeah, listen, everything you just said, ditto. Yeah. I agree with you wholeheartedly on this. So we take Dallas, game one, game two. Philadelphia Eagles in the desert against the Cardinals and the Birds undefeated at 4-0 are five-point favorites. Well, ain't they both the Birds? All right, well, the real Birds. Okay. The Cardinals are not a real Bird. Eagles are how, Bird. How is a Cardinal not a real Bird? Nah, I mean, the Eagles are majestic, regal Bird. It's majestic, regal Bird. Yes. Okay. Cardinals going... just like a little wimpy little red bird. Okay. All right. I so... mean, it's a bird. It's a Yes, it's a bird. It's a bird. But I don't think they call the Cardinals the birds. Okay. All right. All right. I'm going <laughs> I'm going to co-sign with you. I'm with the Eagles on this one. I mean, it's just too, too much Jalen Hurts, too much of that offensive line and defensive line being able to control the complexion of the game. I, I, I love the Eagles in this matchup, and most of America agrees with me because 83% of the cash ATS is on the Philadelphia Eagles. Yeah, go Birds. I got the Birds. Go tonight. Birds. The Bites. The Bites. The, the Bird. Sunday. I, listen, I've never been a big Cardinals fan because they're just – it's so up and down. I don't really know what to expect from them. And I know they've been good the last couple of years. I just uh, – they've improved. I just – I don't think they're going to get it done in this spot. Okay. Eagles minus five, game two. Game three, Sunday night football, I believe. Mm. Bengals at Ravens. <laughs> Ravens minus three. This M- is minus it. three? Yeah. Wow. If, 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 if it's minus three, give me the Ravens all day. All day. And twice on Sunday. You know it's up to three and a half in some places, big fella. Well, we've got it at three. If we got it at three, I'm, no jumping, hook. I'm jumping all over it without that hook. I love the Baltimore Ravens. And I get it. Their secondary allows a whole lot of points. But their secondary also does a great job of being able to take the football away. And I think extra possessions in this game is going to be critical in terms of being able to get that offense on track. At some point, they're going to stop blowing double-digit leads at home. I think that ultimately ends up being on Sunday night in prime time. Okay, uh, standings as we speak: Freddie and Fitzsimmons seven four and one in first place. Greeny six five and one. Spain and Fitz six five and one. We are five six and one. As is KJM and Barton Hahn bringing up the rear at four seven and one. Okay, so I don't like being with KJM. So we got to no, make I sure agree. that we hit on this weekend. Let me ask you a question now. Yeah, with this Sunday night game, are you cool with the Ravens laying the three? Yeah. Are you good with it? Yes, I am. You sure? I don't want to just make it sound like I'm a sidecar guy because you are laying out the case here, and I'm just kind of agreeing with it. But in this case, our brains are like on the same wavelength, man. We're in lockstep. We are here. Yes. We are here. (laughs) Yes. So let's ride with the Ravens. I'm there. And I really have trouble seeing the Bengals stopping Lamar Jackson. All right. Here it is. Okay. Ravens minus three. So we've got Dallas minus uh, no, Dallas, Dallas plus five and yes. a half, Philadelphia minus five, Ravens minus three in the ESPN Radio Pick'em Challenge. Ah, I can tell you, tell you what, that Cowboys-Rams game, 
Going to be a hot ticket. Hot ticket brought to you by Vivid Seats, where you earn rewards with every purchase. Vivid Seats Rewards is your ticket to more tickets. Vivid Seats, life happens live. Still to come, your primetime parlay. And we've also got the props to give out tonight. Oh, yeah, we got to give props. It's all on the way. Canty and Carlin, next ESPN Radio. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Did you miss Canty and Carlin? Draymond. <laughs> this preseason barely started. To know him is to love him, Carlin, unless you're Kevin Durant. Oh, my God. Unless you're Kevin Durant. <laughs> and apparently Jordan Poole. Apparently so. He and Jordan Poole throwing fists yesterday. Was it true it was over jo- Jordan Poole joking about m- building a pool? Yeah, he's going to call it's, it the Jordan Pool because it's going to be the goat. Die? He's going to be it's going to be the goat of pools when he gets his new contract. <laughs> That's what he was joking and about. And he said to Dream and Draymond said, "All right, we get it. Stop with the joke." And yeah. he said, "I'm not going to let you in the Jordan Pool." It's exactly what he said. <laughs> I love that. If that's true, that is epic by the way. Here's, that is epic. Here's Steve Kerr on what happened. As a coach, um anytime there's some Something that happens, um, we try to uh, handle things internally. Um, it's very difficult to to uh, keep everything in house, obviously. Um, but um, Bob handled uh, your questions, and so I'm not going to um, answer anything um, anything more because Bob already um, answered what needed to be answered. Bob being Bob Myers, Myers the yep. GM. Um, mm-hmm. Look, I, I just I. <laughs> You can't even get out of the first week of training camp without something. Well, I mean, you know, Jeremiah Green is going to be the agitator, right? He's the edge guy. He brings that toughness, uh, a a certain rugged mentality. And quite frankly, with the way the Golden State Warriors play, they absolutely need that. When Draymond Green is on the floor, they are the best defensive team in the NBA. When he was off the floor last year, Carlin, they were 13th in defense. So it's clear that he has an impact and he brings that toughness, and sometimes that can rub his teammates the wrong way. We saw what happened with Kevin Durant and him you know, getting into back and forth with KD, reminding them that they won a championship without him. I think going as far as calling him the B-word when they were actually in a game during a timeout. So this is not uncommon for Draymond Green to go after teammates. As long as he ain't going after Steph Curry, I'm pretty sure he's going to be all right with his job security <laughs> with the Golden State Warriors. Maybe Clay Thompson. Maybe, yeah. maybe Clay. May, uh, nah, <laughs> nah, nah. As long as it ain't Steph, we good. As long as he ain't going after Steph like that, they straight. Uh, okay. Yeah, but That's I mean, fair. listen, Jordan Poole is about to get a bag of money. Yes, he is. And Draymond Green recognizes that his time in terms of being able to be a guy that could command huge salary to that end is coming to an end. It is. 
I mean, he's got one more season under contract. Then he's got a player option for twenty-seven million the following year. I mean, that's that's it, 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 that's where that's where Draymond Green is, and it's at a time where we're seeing salaries explode for forty, fifty million dollars a season, Carlin. So, yeah, I mean, I get why Draymond Green might be a little salty that Jordan Poole's talking about what he's going to do with his new money, but them be the breaks, bruh. Don't don't <laughs> hate don't hate the player, hate the game. Yeah, it's about that time. Kenty and Carlin, ESPN Radio, the ESPN app. That's where you can watch us every day now. Yeah, it's it's been a streak. It's been three in a row. Three in a row is officially a streak. And we're getting money, though. Yes. We're getting money. Yes, we are. We are getting money. And this, listen, these ain't no chump parlays. No. These are three-leg parlays. Yes. And we are trying to get our listeners, our audience, Money. We're trying to get you going into the weekend the right way with a little extra cash in your pocket. Okay. Now, now last night, we uh, missed on the, uh, because we were limited in the schedule, we missed on the over on the SMU-UCF game by a couple of points. Barely. Yeah. Barely. At 64 and a half. And it was 60. Oh, <laughs> Oof. come on, man. Came close. Couldn't quite get over the hump in that one. Come but on. as far as the primetime parlays, we are three for our last three. Time to earn some cash. The taste of money, the smell of wealth. It's Carlin's best play of the night. The taste of money. Okay, this is a conservative play, yet it's a little bit dangerous. Mm, what am I talking about? Well, obviously, it is Thursday night football, Mr. Canty. Mm-hmm. Here's what we've got. You you have laid out a lot of this, and I believe in a lot of what you're saying lately because, let's be honest, you have been the engine driving this train on this parlay run. Now, we have to preface this by saying we are going against the grain a little bit with this parlay. With one of the, one of the selections in the parlay, one of the legs. Yes, because one Aaron Dolan came on and gave her opinion, and we know she's one of the best when it comes to handicapping sports. But we are going against her advice, and we are living a little bit on the wild side. And not just her, but what, what's the number here, 93%? 93%. Okay. Yeah. So 93% of the money. No, actually, it's actually it's moved now. Oh, okay. So we've got 80% of the cash. 80% of the cash. On the under team point total. Which is 42 for the game tonight. Yes. 42 is the over-under. We are taking the over. That is correct. We are going over 42. We are taking the Broncos on the money line. And we are taking Russell Wilson, zero interceptions tonight. There we go. Again, to repeat, under 42. I'm sorry. Let me clear that up. We are going over over 42. 42. Mm -hmm. Over 42. Mm -hmm. The money line with the Broncos. Russell Wilson, no interceptions tonight. And for context, the Indianapolis Colts defense, only one interception on the season. Just okay. i put that out there. I'll get some wood to knock on here. <laughs> this is for Micah. Well, there's a reason why we, we, we pick the plays that we make. Yes. Yes. All right, so that is a payout on Caesar Sportsbook right now of plus 360. Plus 360. So 100 bucks will get you $360. Yes. There we go. That is our play of the night. Sometimes it's the worst. Sometimes it's the best. Either way, we'll get you straight with everything you need to know. This is three and out.
Our best play of the night was brought to you by FanDuel Sportsbook. Make every moment more. Let's get to some three and out. And tonight, the special three and out, we're going to give some props. Evan is here to give us the props. We'll tell you where we're going. Evan. Yeah, how about this one? Melvin Gordon over 74 and a half rushing yards and a touchdown tonight. Taking that bet? No, I'm all good. Hard under, pass. Under. And this guy hadn't been able to hold on to the ball lately. What, he's got a couple of fumbles in the last two games? Mm-hmm. Three fumbles and one loss? I, I'm, I'm all set on Melvin Gordon. Uh, I'll take a pass on Melvin as well. Next. Russell Wilson, over under longest completion, 35 and a half yards. Hmm. Ooh. What do you think? My instincts say over. Okay. My instinct says over. I could see a big ball to Court and Sutton. I could see it in my mind. Yeah, I could see a I could see a bubble screen getting blown. Yeah, we're gonna up. go over. We're going over. Yeah, over we're going 35 over. and a half. Over 35 and a half. Next. Yeah. Russell Wilson over under 12 and a half rushing yards. <sighs> and now I'm going under. The, yeah, the numbers on Russell Wilson running the football I'm have not with been great. You. I'm with you. I you know, I keep waiting for him to break out of that, but yeah. it seems as if Nathaniel Hackett is trying to coach that out of him. Stay in the pocket, win from the pocket, don't be on the edge of the defense, don't be extending plays. And I don't know that that's the best in terms of getting the most out of Russell Wilson, but that's what's going to happen tonight. So I'm with you. I think over on 12 and a half rushing yards. Uh, yeah, I'm going I'm going under there. Come on. I meant, oh, I meant under. Yeah. Excuse me. I meant under. Yeah. Next. KJ Hamler over under one and a half receptions. I like the over. I like the over on that, too. Yeah, I can see K.J. Hamler having two receptions. Yeah, absolutely. Over! Next. Brandon McManus over under one and a half field goals. Well, if we're taking the over at 42, we can't root for field goals. No. So we'll take the under there. Yeah. (laughs) We'll take the under on Brandon McManus. Pass. Under. Go. Will Matt Ryan throw an interception? Oh, yes. Yes. Maybe we should have jumped on that one. We are taking the over on that one. We are taking the over on that one. Like I said, that train ain't never late. (laughs) That train ain't never late. This guy has had a turnover in every single game he's played in this year. Every single one. Maybe we should have taken that one. I mean, is it too late to add that to the Prate Parlor? Is it too late to add it? Do you want to add it? Dude, is it too late to add no, it? No, it's not. We haven't placed it yet. Oh. You want me to no, just... no, no, we can't do it. No, we've already locked in the primetime parlay. We can't go messing with it. But if you want to add something, a little something on the side to this game, maybe you do a money line parlay with Matt Ryan throwing an interception. Let me just, just for the heck of it, let me find out what it would uh, what it would be Yeah, if we added it to our parlay. Yeah, if we Oof. added it to our parlay. Ooh. A four-leg parlay. Uh, hang on here. We've never done that in prime time. That's new to us. Uh, four-leg parlay with going over on team total. Oof. We would go money line, Russell Wilson not to throw a pick, and Matt Ryan to throw a pick. Yep. Where are we at? Plus 600. Let's do it. Let's do it. We're adding to the prime time parlay, baby. Revision. Revision. <laughs> We're adding to it. We're getting greedy, but we're doing it. We're doing it. We're, we're doing, doing it. it. Matt we're Ryan throws an interception. Russell Wilson does not. Over 42, Broncos money line. Got it? Go get your money, people. Go get your money. We we are feeling ourselves a little bit here, but let's I mean, do listen, it. 50 bucks will get you 300. 
Yeah. That's a little lunch money, man. Yeah, that's, that is a little lunch money. A little lunch money, baby. I like it. There you go. I like it. Treat your wife to a treat your wife or your husband to a nice dinner. Or, you know, maybe don't tell them. I Put can, it in the pocket. Wow. I can't find it. You ever it. hear of the rainy day fund? Yeah. I mean, you know. I, I, I've heard of the money gun fund. <laughs> I've heard of that too. What were you saying, Ev? No, I was going to say I can't find this on any sports book, but a bonus prop. Does Nathaniel Hackett screw up the clock again? <laughs> wow. <laughs> I, re- I wish you could bet on it. There are some bets they won't yeah. take because it's basically it's, it's, uh, it's free money. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, they took that one off the board after week one. So, all right, out of the props that we have in the parlay, which is the one that you're most nervous about? The over. The over. Frankly, that's it. But that you know, listen. Stop being scary, man. I keep telling you, man. Stop being scary. It's not a. It's not a. You asked me the question. I did. But it's. It's not a. The number is not a scary number. Like if we we're talking about forty-seven, I'd be really concerned. Yeah. I'm not. Forty-two is twenty-one points apiece. Right. Yeah. Like that's the one that I feel, uh, just a little bit nervous about getting there. Okay. That's all. That's all. Because these are not offensive juggernauts so far. That's the only thing. No, they are not. And they're so, pretty good defenses. But we ride. Tonight we ride. Let's ride, man. We're riding with Russ. Let's ride. Canty and Carlin, weekdays on ESPN Radio and on ESPN+.